Hi, I'm Nikki, and I am the creator of Stressless Lifestyle. I am a nutrition coach, a nutrition expert, a macro expert, and a personal trainer. I am certified in so many different things. I've been a trainer for over over 13 years and in the fitness industry, uh, 20 years. So I'm, I understand trying to make things work, be a lifestyle. I'm a mom of two, two daughters that are very active. I am an active go, go, go person and I'm a wife. And sometimes life just gets nuts. And when we're trying to take care of our own health, we make it a little bit more complicated than it needs to be. And that's what this podcast is about. Uncomplicating things that we make the most complicated. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of Stressless Lifestyle Podcast. I'm Nikki and today we are going into number four of our ACMEs, the biofeedback and how it can help you with fat loss and overall health. And number four is energy. So we did adherence, we did cravings, We did mood, and now we're talking about energy and how we can look at our energy and relate it to whether we are on track with our overall health or fat loss or not. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the very first episode of this series. They're all labeled series, like Acme's, and I introduce why we use biofeedback and how we can use it. And then I'm breaking down all of these episodes by the specific um, biofeedback marker. So Acme's, I use Acme's because Acme, when something is at its Acme, is at its pinnacle, its highest point, its best point. And Acme is when you are at your pinnacle, your best But at the same time, you will not always be there and you will not always have every single one of these acmes on point at the same exact time. So for those of us who like to have like this concrete, get this done, move on to the next thing, get that done, move on to the next thing, that, you know, concrete way of order of things, it's actually well, freeing, but also kind of hard to grasp that, yes, my sleep is in order. Now I'm working on the next thing, or I'm adhering to my plan. Now I'm going to work on my cravings. Now I'm going to work on my energy. It doesn't quite work that way because the way life is, it fluctuates. It goes in cycles, right? You're always going to have something shifting or changing, whether it's the seasons, the time change, school schedules, holidays, monthly cycles, there's always going to be something that is just slightly off and it's not always going to be perfect. But that in of itself, if you can fix one, you will feel better. And then you can have the chance to look at the next thing that might be throwing you off, right? And this is for both fat loss and healthy lifestyle. So I actually implore everyone to work with these acmes. Think about them and use them in your own life. You don't have to have me to help you do it. But we do go through these during our six-week cycles every once in a while. So when someone is using, you know, for example, they're using a fat loss macros. They're a client of mine or not, and we're looking at fat loss. Sometimes when fat loss, fat loss has stalled or we're just kind of in a, a holding pattern because of PMS or whatever, I also, if they say, hey, I need new macros, this isn't working. One of the first things I say, and most people who've been with me for a while now are just good at it. They'll just say, oh, here are my acmes. They're all good. But I always say, how are your acmes? 
before I change your macros and make you eat less just to see the scale move, how's everything else? Because it's not always just food. Fat loss, definitely nutrition makes a big difference, right? It's probably the easier one to be in control of What for me. Uh, fitness is another thing to be in control of, and these acnes will go for both. But there are so many other things that play a part in your overall health. And when you are overall healthy and living in somewhat of a balance, then fat loss is easier to achieve because it takes away that guessing game. You're no longer guessing what's working for you or why is this not working or, oh my gosh, what's going on? Why why do I have to keep eating so little? Maybe you don't have to keep eating so little if your acmes are more on point and you fix the ones that are way out of whack, then fat loss would be easier and you can actually eat more. So I have a client, a lot of clients, but my one-on-one, one of, one of my one-on-one clients that I'm, I'm thinking of in particular, and all of them look at these in some shape or another, but this one I'm thinking of, we hadn't dropped her macros. Well, there's two that have done this also, but this one in particular, we didn't have to drop her macros. I mean, it was like, it's been like 13 weeks now. We did drop in the beginning to get to a good point for her so she can see that loss happen. And fat loss does not happen within a week, so beware, right? It's not a week. It could take a couple weeks. And then it still wasn't happening, so we did drop her macros. Found fat loss. Then we started working on stress management, sleep, adherence, cravings. One of the big ones was cravings for her. We started working on that. And I will tell you, she continues to lose And if she's not losing, she's bouncing back from vacations and having that water weight disappear faster. She's feeling good. She's way more in tune with her body and her body, the fat loss is happening without me having to even drop her macros. It's been now 13 weeks. So it's not always just eat less. Sometimes you need to manage that stress. When your stress is managed, guess what? You may not have the cravings that you were having. So today we're talking about energy, right? So today's ACME is energy. How do I, as a coach, use energy to determine whether you are moving in the right direction or if there's something we need to fix? And how would I do that? So I use energy by saying, okay, how's your energy for workouts? How's your energy during the day? Are you completely relying on caffeine 100% of the day? And and be realistic. Not as it do you just love coffee and do you love the taste of a monster energy drink, but are you relying on it for life? Okay. That's one thing to think about. And that can be, like I've said before, all of these acmes are interconnected, right? So if your sleep is not good, which is our next one, if your sleep is not good, then yes, this is going to affect energy too. So we'll get there, but we look at energy first. And I like to say, okay, let's, your baseline is where you started with me. What was your energy like? What was, you know, when you were doing workouts before you started your fat loss phase, how was your energy? Probably pretty good because you have a lot of calories. You have a lot of energy from the food you're eating. The carbs help your muscle pump and you just feel good, right? But when you start fat loss, well, what does fat loss take? It takes a caloric deficit. And so if someone's coming to me a couple weeks in and they're like, man, I just have no energy to make it through my workout or I'm bonking during my workout, I don't even want to get to my workout, then we can say, all right, a couple things here. Let's make sure you're eating your food at the right time. So nutrition timing, which is not for fat loss, it's for your workout energy. Okay, nutrition timing is like a tiny little pebble in the grand scheme of things. 
except for when you're talking about workout energy. So I might say, put your carbs before your workout, make sure there's no fat before your workout, or if they're like, they may need that fat during the workout too. So it just depends on the person. But I can say, okay, let's try to put the food in the right place for your workout. And then after a week of doing that, if that's still not working, then you might just need to increase your calories. Because if you're trying to reach for fat loss, but you're also miserable during workouts and you just love working out, then why would we make something you enjoy miserable? Let's increase those calories. You'll have better workouts. And with better workouts come a bigger calorie burn. So you can reach the same caloric deficit by eating more calories. So I increase those calories, better workouts, bam, same result. So if someone says my energy is horrible, you know, when I say how your, how your acmes, and they tell me energy, that would be one way that I would use it. I would say, okay, well, maybe we need to increase those calories. And then the outcome is going to be the same. They're also feeling better. And when you're feeling better, you're not having those cravings. You can stick to your macros and you can sleep better. So they're all connected, right? Another way they like to use energy is if someone is not even able to make it through their day. So if you're like, I just, you know, I crash at the end of the night, maybe this person doesn't work out at all. And they're like, I'm just crashing. I feel like I'm getting dips in my day and my energy's not so good. And I feel like I want to rely on caffeine more than just drinking it because I enjoy it. Then I would say, all right, let's think about the other acmes. As always, let's think about your sleep first. Let's think about your cravings and how are you adhering. If you're not adhering to your plan and you have no energy, then those might be related to sleep or they might be related to the fact that you're not eating enough or this person might need more carbs. They might need more fat and less carbs. They might need more protein. So it's not a concrete answer. There's not, I can't tell you right now, if your energy is tanking and you can't make it through a workout, you must increase your calories. That may not be it. It may be this person does workouts, you know, they may have told me they did three workouts a week, and so I gave them a certain amount of carbs, but in reality, those three workouts are way more intense than they had let me know, and so they need more carbs to get through that. So we'll just shift their macros in a different way, but keeping the total calories the same. That alone keeps them in that fat loss, but they can get through the workout. So it's not always eat more, eat less, But the information we get, the biofeedback we get from looking at our energy during the day can help us figure out what we need to do with your macros and your calories. Sometimes we shift them. We don't always change them completely, right? So I like to use energy a lot. I, that's, even though it's like number four on the list of five, I think energy is the most important one. Because without good energy, especially if you work in an office with other people or you have children that rely on you, or let's say you're a teacher, I don't know how you guys do it, but you got to have energy. You can't make it through your day without a good amount of energy. And I truly don't believe that you should have to rely on caffeine. I mean, I think we all know that, right? I mean, we all know you shouldn't have to rely on caffeine. Some people love caffeine. I'm very, I have a, a very slow caffeine metabolizer and it also doesn't affect me the same. Like, We always thought caffeine affected me a lot. I always relied on caffeine, not because I needed energy. I have plenty of energy in my life, but I I always felt, and this is going to go into a whole nother episode. It's going to be our ADHD episode, but I always felt I needed caffeine to get through my day when in reality I had ADHD. And we always thought, my husband was like, did you have caffeine today? Because you're talking a lot. And I haven't had caffeine now in like three months or more, and Lo and behold, my talking a lot had nothing to do with caffeine. (laughs) I still talk a lot and I haven't had any caffeine. But the beauty of me figuring out my energy and figuring out my sleep and my just everything, stress management, everything, figuring out myself, 
I realized I don't need to rely on caffeine. And without the caffeine, the rest of my acmes have been so much more in alignment. Because I was relying on caffeine, not for energy, like I said, but because I felt this need for, I needed something to like change something in my my day. My fo- I thought it would help me focus. It clearly did not. And so, yes, I was drinking caffeine, which I'm a slow metabolizer. And that means that it stays in my system a very, very long time. So not only was I not getting energy from it, I was also not sleeping very well. Like I, if I had caffeine after 11 a.m., there was no way I was going to bed on time. That's how slow I metabolize it. And you can find that out if you do your, a lot of my uh, one-on-ones have done fitness genes. It's just a DNA test. There's, it's awesome. And I knew I was a slow metabolizer. And then the, that trait came out and revealed I am a slow metabolizer. Shocking. Not really. So yeah, it's, it's very important to know where your energy lies. And like I said, I like to use that one almost first because once you get that energy under control, I got my energy under control by understanding my brain and myself and realized I didn't need the caffeine and taking that out helped my sleep, which then helped my cravings and which helps my adherence and my mood for sure. Because when I have caffeine, I'm super cranky. Um, I knew that, but I was like, oh, I need something, right? So y'all, y'all probably feel like, did I just say (laughs) y'all? You all probably feel like you feel like you need that caffeine, right? But what else is it doing to you? I'm not like an anti-caffeine person. Dude, coffee's been my favorite flavor since I was a kid. So have all the coffee you want. I love good coffee. But if you're relying on it, maybe try and figure out how you can not rely on it before you add it back in, because then you can have an idea of what your other acmes and the other parts of biofeedback we look at, how they're interconnected in your life. And you can get those under control and just start to learn more about yourself. That's really all it is, is just learning more about yourself and how your body is functioning. And you can be so much more on point with your nutrition and your fitness and your overall healthy lifestyle. You can adjust as needed. You might be able to lose fat faster. You might be able to gain muscle easier because when you're sleep deprived for whatever reason, because you're not eating right, your, your caffeine is messing up your sleep or your mood is messing up your sleep, you know, all these things, all the acne is that complain to sleep. You can't gain muscle because muscle is built when you repair it. You have to rip it apart little little bitty micro tears when you lift weights. And then it is built by repairing those muscles during rest and recovery. It only repairs during rest and recovery. What happens during sleep? Sleep is very regenerative. And there's actually a portion of your sleep that is regenerative sleep. You have to hit that level of sleep right before REM, you REM sleep, you have to hit that regenerative sleep stage And you will grow muscle. If you're not sleeping well and you don't hit that that spot, we're going to talk about this again next time, then your muscle won't grow, right? So if you're not having the right amount of energy, we can then look at that and that fixing your energy by by having more calories or fewer calories or better macro balance for yourself, you can then affect everything else in your life. You can lose fat faster or you can build muscle easier. And by fixing the energy, you'll then fix the other things. And next week we talk about sleep. So that's the last one for acmes. But energy to me is number one. Another thing that like, you know, a little last little note here is that energy and uh, libido are connected, right? If you don't have enough energy, your libido is going to tank. Your libido can also tank if you're eating too few calories. People who compete in fitness will tell you, and a lot of people will openly tell you that if they're fitness competitors and they get extremely low body fat, extremely low calorie, 
they are not only are their right if they're female their regular hormones are, are affected but males one of the ways they can because they don't have the you know disappearing cycle like females do we can figure that out pretty quick but they will say one of the things that they check in with their coaches a good one will say how's your libido whether you're satisfying or not doesn't matter but how is it because if you're eating too low calories, you're working out too hard, or you're too lean, your libido will be affected. And that's tied to your energy as well. Now, not many of you, if, if not any of you, are getting out on stage. Someone who's in a fitness competition situation, they're going to say, yeah, it sucks, but they're going to keep going. That's where that becomes unhealthy, right? They're like, yep, that, that's affecting my hormones, and my energy sucks. And their coach is like, okay, well, now we know. Keep on going because you got to get on stage, right? That's that's that. We're not there. We're looking at healthy. So if that is the case, your energy does suck, your libido does suck, it's tanking, then you need to say, okay, let's take a step back and figure out what we need to do. Are you trying to live too lean? Possibly. Everyone's personal body leanness is going to be different. Some of you can be very, very lean and still have your menstrual cycle and be perfectly fine. And someone else is going to be somewhat lean and could lose their cycle. I was able to be at 9% body tested at university, 9% with an oversupply of milk. And my hormones, my hormones were jacked, but my body was still able to do what it needed to do successfully, right? My hormones were jacked after the fact, not actually during. During was probably fine. But that was me where the next person, and I didn't have a cycle anyways, cause I never did while I was nursing. So it's another reason I was probably all jacked up, but someone else is going to be maybe only 12 to 13% body fat, another woman, and they're already going to lose their cycle, right? So everyone's going to be different, but you look at that energy, your libido, when I'm, that's why tangent here, hormones, but libido and energy and all of that, you look at that for your personal self. If that's starting to tank, then you need to make an adjustment. That's it. You make an adjustment, whether it's macro balance within themselves or a total calorie adjustment or lifestyle adjustment. Maybe you need to take a rest day. Maybe you need to have one less workout day a week. That's not bad. Because let me tell you, when you take full rest days and you give yourself that freedom to just only work out maybe three days a week, your entire body can recover so much better so that the workouts you do will also be better. Sound familiar? Kind of like when you increase your calories, your workouts are better, so then you burn more calories overall, and your deficit is the same amount. It's the same on taking rest days. If you take rest days and you're looking for a caloric deficit for fat loss, let's say, or even muscle gain, if you're working out too much, your body's not going to be able to recover. You're not going to be able to have the energy you need to hit that next workout just as successfully and you take a rest day, now you're recovering, you're rejuvenating your body, and you're able to hit those workouts even better so they're much more effective. So watch your energy. If you don't have the mental energy to get to a workout, we need to fix something. And it may not be work, it may not be food or rest days. It might be something else. It might be family life. It might be stress from work. It might there's so many things that play into your your energy. That's not just food or fitness, right? But that's what we, that's what I look at for clients. And we'll look at the other things too, but you need to think about it in this way. There is something that needs to change. Now, what is it and how can I change it? And that's where the energy comes into play. There's so much that feed into your energy. And when your energy can be more balanced and your energy is more there for you, more available, then everything else will work better for you. So that's the E in ACME's 
biofeedback that we can look at to determine whether your fat loss is going to be easy or your healthy lifestyle is working. Think about your own energy. I hope that you learned something. The next and last one we'll be talking about will be sleep. I love sleep. I'll go all into how much I love sleep and how it's been impactful in my life, um, both positive and negative, and how it can impact you for fat loss, muscle gain, or a normal healthy lifestyle. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk with you next time. Do you like what you hear? Did you learn something? Or did I at least get you to think? If you do, please share this on your socials. You just click the share button, and you can post a link. You can send it to a friend. If you share it and follow people who do podcasts, would really, really appreciate that. It really helps us get out there. I simply want to help people do better, be better, and feel better. And I can't do that to lots of people if they don't hear about it. So I appreciate you sharing it. If you are ever curious about what's going on in the stressless lifestyle, go ahead and check out www.stresslesshyphenlifestyle.com or follow me on Instagram at Nikki, N-I-C-C-I underscore stressless, one word. And I put all my stuff there. You can find anything you want um, about our stressless nutrition method membership or about the one-on-one exclusive client relationship that we have. We also have a virtual gym and the virtual gym has all kinds of workouts, programs, set programs, live workouts, as well as all on demand. Well over 500 on-demand workouts for you. You can do whenever or wherever. If you ever have any questions, feel free to email me, find me on the website, send me a message. I'm open to answering any questions you have.